All right. Hey, Josh. Hey. Good evening. We're good, Brian? All right. Man, they got a Bible, they got a small group going on over there. It's lots of stuff lots happening. Lots of stuff going on. <laughs> it's good to be here with you all tonight. I'm joined by Josh. Here I am. In the flesh. There he is. Both wore black tonight for the special occasion. That's right. Yes. We're hosting it together. We planned it. We planned it, called each other. Said, I'm wearing long sleeves. You got to wear short. But no, it's good. It's good to see you. How's your week been? It's been good. Good. Lots of stuff happening on the house front. And yeah. Just tons of stuff at work. It's been busy, but it's been yeah. good. The weather's been great. So you've been able to go to your house and just walk around. I heard there's people getting tours. Yeah, yeah. Some people have asked us to stop by, and we've yeah taken some people through. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Um, that's, good stuff. that's good. Yeah, you're uh, in the Saturday night. The Vikings um, beat my Panthers in overtime. I knew this was going to come up. Okay. And I will say, if it's if there's one person's team I got to lose to, it's yours. Oh, that's, um, you that's know, it's sweet. sweet. Uh, you know, we go a long way back. Yeah. So it was. We had no business being in that game, and we were. You were. We fought valiantly. Yeah, I might have short. almost thrown something. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get the chance to watch a football game with Josh, you got to take it up. <laughs> or not. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe not. It's a great experience. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that was good. Sad, but good. We'll bounce back. Maybe. Yes, you will. Maybe. We'll see. Kind of strong team. But anyway, we are, yeah, we, um, Kelly passed her board exam today. Oh, man. Praise God. Yes. Praise him. Praise him. Great work, Kelly. Great work. She did it. Yep. So it was uh, a lot of studying, prep, and all that stuff. So now she gets to drop a letter. It works this way. You know, like you add letters as you go through college, but mm-hmm. the way it works is she was a BC. ABA, which means she was a board certified assistant, little a, behavioral analyst. Wow. Now she is BC, cut that A out of there, BA. Just cut it right out. Cut it right out. No more that's assistant. Amazing. No more assistant. Oh, so, that's so good. She did great today. We're so proud of her. So that's, uh, that was big news. Boys, so- last soccer games tomorrow. I get to see, we'll see what dance moves Doc pulls out. <laughs> that was we'll so see funny. for the finale. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be good. But um, that kid is so cute. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue tonight. But before we before we go there, won't you take us there? Okay. <laughs> How about it? How about it? Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to sit here and talk about your Word and to learn from the feet of Jesus. And so we humble ourselves and we open up our hearts. Uh, we ask that you would speak to us personally. And that we would take it throughout our week, God, and, and apply it to our lives. Mm-hmm. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You good there? Is that my oh, phone? Or is that a, oh, man. <laughs> I was like, there's so many things by I don't know what's going on. It's, it, yeah, it's work. So. Uh, oh, yeah. You're, you're, a, you're a busy man. Busy man. It's good. It's, uh, it is great to be here with you all tonight. We're, Paul is traveling, so he asked us to uh, fill in. Josh is going to be with us tonight, and it's going to be a nice little journey through Nehemiah 3 and 4. Last week, we talked about from Nehemiah how we had these letters from the king, Mm -hmm. specifically how these letters established his credibility in front of the other crowds that he had to venture into to get 
lumber and to get these other building materials, these other camps and things that he needed to obviously get to build the wall. Mm -hmm. And so how he had not just enough clout within himself, but that he had the letters of the king to establish that clout before these gentlemen and, yeah. and these other areas that they were in. And so as we looked at that, we looked at the concept of are we good enough in and of ourselves? Mm -hmm. Just being, being Ricky, being Josh, are we in and of ourselves good enough? And we came to discover that the answer for that, to that is no, but we have these letters from the king, quote unquote, yeah. as we see in him. Yes. You know, the, the, all the things, because it's time stuff we've been talking about on Sunday, the, mm -hmm. the, the predetermined choices of predestined as beloved sons and daughters as being in him yeah. before the foundations of the world chosen. And so there's these letters that we have that we are able to kind of establish based upon his clout, as yes. we kind of put it in front of others and the credibility that we carry from that. And tonight, yeah, exactly. And so tonight we're going to continue through Nehemiah. We're going to look at actually the walls and start to take shape and how Nehemiah works mm -hmm. through um, these, this idea of having a mind to work, which is what we're going to talk mm -hmm. about. So in Nehemiah three, if you ever get to read that chapter, it's basically, Hey Denise, to see ya. <laughs> it's uh it's basically a list it's of just a ton of names mm -hmm. about and, and the way it's phrased is uh i think it's it's got to be over 30 something names right but they're based in family so it's this person stand next to this person stand next to this person and they all come together to build this wall okay and we get to see that the people the whole chapter is just it's just names so if you want a good like snooze fest. good just, i mean i mean really yeah, theologically really deep the and <laughs> just make you be like oh isn't isn't it just so good so good come on somebody we'll we'll have that chapter that you can read but it, it's just a bunch of names and what's in there is this this person stood next to this person stood mm -hmm. next to this person stood next to this person they did this they built this they started to do this and all that we get to see is all of these people that were kind of Nobody's noteworthy here. It's not like, mm -hmm. you know, the big ballers right. of the Old Testament are here on this wall. No, it's no heroes. You get no generals of George Washington's caliber. You get mm -hmm. no Napoleons. You get no Tom Davids, Brady's. Tom Brady's, Joshua's, none of these people. Kirk Cousins, none of these people. You heard it here you first. You heard it here first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just regular people standing and leading in their lives doing what God called so them to good. do. Yep. Which is help build this wall. Yep. Those names could have been yours and mine. That's what we would help, you know, it's could have been. Yeah. The Lukes next to the Taylors, next to the Brigmans. That's right. You know, it could have been our names. And there was something different about these people, and that's what we'll just learn about tonight. Mm. Let's uh out of Nehemiah four six. Will you read that for us? So we built the wall and the whole wall was joined together to half its height for the people had a mind to work. Boom. That's that. Yeah. Nehemiah 4, 6. That's after all this came, all the names are listed. All the people are next to this person, next to this person. The people had a mind to work. In Hebrew, that word is heart, inner man. Mm -hmm. It's an intrinsic or inner motivation of their lives. They had a mind to work. And we get to think about just these things of when that phrase settles into you in your life, 
we have to ask ourselves if we have that mind to work. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's not the lack of opportunity or jobs. And I think we've seen that kind of through the COVID thing happen. Mm. It's not that there was, in fact, I saw more hiring signs probably in this period. Oh man. Yeah. Isn't that true? But the lack of work-minded people, you know, we always kind of can kind of like focus on, look on. I know I do this a lot too. It's easy to kind of like finger point and blame Mm-hmm. situations where where maybe might not be most advantageous for you well if this person did this then this would have worked out better for me right or so on and so forth if i just had this in place i wouldn't have messed up here mm-hmm. or if this person did that i wouldn't have done this and then we get to see that really is it my mind my setting my setting on working in my mind that's kind of caused that to maybe shift a little bit to blaming and not taking taking kind of a victim thing maybe mm-hmm. into that but me not having a mind to work could have been a better solution for that situation because oh. it can always look at our spouses and be like if they're nicer if they did this or if our kids were more obedient or if fill in the blank our employees right. were sharper smarter mm-hmm. or worked harder we would be able to accomplish what we needed to but before the work before the tools to work can be taught, the mind to work must be brought. And that's what Paul said in his notes right here. Mm-hmm. Before the tools to work can be taught, the mind to work must be brought. See, the people were willing to do the work God called them to do because God called them to do it. So wow. they leveraged their wealth, their families, their influence and position and physical strength to lead the nation to restoration. And it wasn't an external thing, but an internal thing that started first. That's right. So... It wasn't for motivation brought on by wealth or beauty or fame or the promise of reward. So there's, mm. I mean, I think about just like, for instance, I was going to your work a little bit. You're kind of like a big deal. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a manager. You're a man. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but there is a, there's a, th- there's something that's elevated to that level burst based upon having that mind to work and how you lead other people Mm -hmm. that you're with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think even like in here, there's, you can look at, well, he's the leader, you know? Right. So he's got to have this. And it's a battle, man, for me, just to be, because you can get that thing on autopilot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So like, I mean, ambition is one thing Mm -hmm. and that might get you the title. Right. right. But then, you know, having the mind to work, realizing that, oh, now I've been granted this position or this title, but, mm-hmm. you know, what, what really is a leader at yeah. this point? Yeah. And a leader is, is part of having that mind to work. Yeah. Yeah. And you're leading by, like what, he had credibility last week is what we saw. And we've yes. seen that kind of in a lot of these leadership lessons of Nehemiah and even before that, that the credibility of a leader speaks a lot louder volume wise than necessarily even the, the title does. Because we've seen lots of people get elevated for titles that have no business being there. Right. You know, um, maybe in our estimation, but we can just see kind of, man, this just, as a leader, being credible, having that personhood. Pers- yeah, your authentic yeah. yourself, your personhood yeah. in, amongst your team. It goes a long way. It gives you that credibility like that like Nehemiah had mm-hmm. going around to be able to say, "Hey, this is from the king because I've got credibility. The king knows who I am. He's given me these. I'm 
based upon that, here you go. And, but he had credibility with that because they weren't going to listen to him otherwise. Who was this guy? You know. Right. And as we see in a little bit in Nehemiah 4, they get ridiculed to try to build this wall. They're like this. Mm-hmm. I think they say, a fox is going to come up and sit on this thing. And it's going to fall down. Yeah. And then after that, they said, you know what? Let's do this. <laughs> and the people had a mind to work. So I think that's like one of those, it's a cool thing like, yeah, take that. But we see that that's the kind of thing we got to step into as leaders. We got to, and as people that are trying to have these positions that God's given us as the city on a hill, light of the world kind of thing mm-hmm. in the community around us, the people and the relationships that we're with, that we have this from God. He's given yeah. us this credibility because of him. Absolutely. We see uh, how Winston Churchill spoke to the people of England at the threat of the German invasion in World War II. He used no external motivation, no promise of a happier life. He said this, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. For without victory there is no survival. We shall not flag or fail. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight in the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island, whatever the cost may be. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. We will fight and do what is necessary without the promise of a result. Hmm. I think that's one of those things that's hard for, I mean, for me too, when you're the principle of reaping and sowing. Yeah. That kind of thing. Seeing the results. Seeing the results of it. Because there's so many stuff that we, you know, if you put good workouts in, Mm -hmm. you see results. Yeah. Practice practice this type of thing, whether it's a skill, a craft, an instrument, a sport, you can usually, Mm -hmm. you get better the more you do it. Right. But it's kind of like almost a counterintuitive thing with doing what's necessary in and of yourself, regardless of how that person's going to respond, regardless of how it's going to fill your wallet. Yeah. Regardless of if it's going to bring you healing, mm-hmm. regardless of happiness, it's going to bring you maybe a promise of more sexy times, you know, those kind of things They could be, yeah. those are all these, if I just do this, mm. man, if I clean these dishes, yeah. <laughs> or man, if I just, if I just do these kind of things. Mm-hmm. And I think that the word we're going to use is like treats. Yeah, and this is how this is growing up Baptist, and I don't know, man. I'm not going to be too hard on them, but it was. I remember there was a, it was it was basically a a religion Hmm. born into me that if I was not right and pure before the Lord, I would. I'm not going to throw any touchdowns tonight. Yeah, and I might break something, Mm -hmm. you know, or if I don't do this right before him, he's going to come down and get me. And mm. that's, that's the thing that kind of, and we see this a lot. I know in parents, you see this too. As Oh yeah. I remember if, being yeah. that way as a child, like <laughs> I would have a baseball game or something yeah. um, that I was looking at the clouds and I didn't want it to rain. And so I started to be super yeah. nice to my mom. Oh yeah. 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 You better not. <laughs> but I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. You know, we, yeah. we come up with this yeah. kind of concept. It's, yeah. Yeah. I do remember it's like in in uh, in high school football games and basketball games. Well, any any high school sport. This one that's kind of like started to come to life in me was in about my high school years, and it was like, all right, I'm out. 
we got like 15 minutes of the game starts. I'm praying hardcore. <laughs> Confession of any sin I could think of. That's right. Because <laughs> it's like, if I don't, we're going to lose. Yeah. I can just feel it. <laughs> and isn't that so funny? Because we did it for the treat. If I, if I, right. It's like if I didn't do this this week, if I didn't mess up this way, if I didn't look at this that I shouldn't have looked at, if I didn't talk to this person this way, if I mm. obeyed my mom or dad or whatever, then it's going to be a good result. Right. And the opposite is going to happen if I did any of those things. Right. And we can treat it, we can see it how we can do it like treats. Like, you know, with my boys, it's if you do this, then you get to do this. Sure. If you help clean the playroom up, and I say help because, man, you know, it's not hard to get the stuff out right. and leave it everywhere. It's hard to put it back. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the bin's right there, yeah. it's hard to put it back. So if you help me and your mom, which had nothing to do with this mess, by the way, put this back in there, then you can play Switch. Yeah. So what you're saying is we're responsible for <laughs> exactly. instilling this mindset exactly. in darkness. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but see, we all uh, the, the point is we have these religious systems that we do without, yeah. and there's a you know there's a point to that. You're teaching obedience mm-hmm. and submission to authority <laughs> with that, but it can't just be that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Most of us have these system of treats in our life, and we do it kind of. I think we kind of about it like we just talked. We can come about it by being raised because like. Mm-hmm. I heard this one quote, kids are born to be with Jesus and then they get parents. And so it's like, we, <laughs> we, have, we get them and we bend them and we mold them and we do these all kinds of things like that. And then they're like, yeah, they have this whole experience that, yeah. and that's such, that's why it's such a beautiful thing that we, and, and a huge responsibility that we have that guided by the Holy Spirit and the word of God, we're able to see these beautiful mm-hmm things bloom right. in front of us into these wonderful people but it's jesus that gives us if jesus gives me this if god fixes that if i have no sin in my life mm. god will let me do this i'll be successful at this i'll be i'm not gonna have any pain yeah. i'm not gonna get hurt right i'm gonna have plenty of money in the bank my kids will always be angels all these kind of things like that we can start to fill this thing in here mm-hmm. what we see is that real change lasting change will come to those who are willing to work the plan of God in their lives. And what it made me think of was that Paul talks about disciplining yourself towards godliness. Yeah. It's, that, it, it's one of those things that's kind of like, yeah, there's no striving in grace. You know, as we've talked about on Sunday, God's the Father looking over the shoulder mm. of Jesus into us as right. the, in being framed, that we're established in that. And there's nothing that can get us out of that frame. And he tried, and we'll, we'll have things that he'll say, well, therefore now walk in worthy of the manner of which you've been called. So he'll say, well, we don't want this anymore. But nothing's getting us out of that frame over the shoulder right. of Jesus. Nothing is. Right. But we see how Paul talks about kind of this discipline aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because what we'll see is, and I, I kind of have been in this year of intentionality and really seeing these things which God's been really trying to teach me through, yeah. is that this happenstance chance things wishing upon a star for this to result to come out differently yeah even though i'm continuing to do the same result even even though i'm not doing anything towards that Mm -hmm. i want it to be a different result Mm -hmm. and so i'm seeing how these things start to play out and how it's not that's disciplining yourself towards it as paul points is just so crucial and we think it like i said 
there's no striving in the grace part of it, but there is a part where you're setting your mind right. to work. To work. Right. You're setting your mind. You know what? Today, I, and it's like with, with a quiet time, time to spend with God. Hmm. It's critical. Yeah. To have that, and it doesn't it, it looks different for everybody? You know, it looks probably looks different for me than you and Denise and Brian and everybody because, as we've learned in several other teachings, that there's lots of ways God can speak through us to us. His word being the, the obviously right there in front of us as mm-hmm. the prime example. Yeah. Um, but that that time and setting your mind, there's nothing there's nothing more critical. Yeah, and I think that speaks to the relational aspect of it. I mean, mm-hmm. when we talk about setting our minds to work um, and looking back at the the Hebrew, like you were saying, and mm-hmm. it talks about um, a heart, you know, having that heart, mm-hmm. right? Being in something heart and soul and being, you know, I guess fully devoted, right? Yeah. Um, I think that that speaks of relational a relational aspect because like you said the treats thing um you know i can do that with my dog and and that's no different right (laughs) my dog i tell him to sit and i give him a treat right that's that's how you get that concept right um but the relational setting of your mind to work that's a condition of your heart that's a that's a relational 100 percent relational Right. Mm-hmm. And, and what you're talking about, just having that dedication to spending time with somebody mm-hmm. and, and in what your example was in spending time with the Lord mm-hmm. and that quiet time, being yeah. dedicated, being heart and soul into that. Yeah. You know, because we see it like if you, if you take a marriage, for instance, there's there's no chance that entropy and that all the other things yeah. that are acting against it are going to naturally make it better. Right. If left alone. It no just way. doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. There's, you'll wake up and think this is a friend of mine, but I don't know this person. And if you don't work on it. Right. And there's that intentional, I'm going to spend time setting one. It's like almost the pre-dressing, setting the stage. How can we have a conversation that's not filled with kids trying to get us or, oh, I, got, I forgot, I got to do this at work or things like that. And taking the time intentionally this is me and you. Date nights. Yeah. Things where you spend just intentional time with working on your relationship because it is a yeah. it is a heart thing mm-hmm. that you're valuing by saying, I'm this is more important than these other things, whether it's T V or whatever. These kind of things that can kinda that can get in the way a little bit or mm-hmm. not inherently bad in themselves, but just you're important to me. Son, all this stuff, you're important to me. So mm-hmm. Daddy wants to be doing this right now, but you know what? I'll go and do this with you because mm-hmm. you're important to me. And taking those times to be intentional and invest in them, setting your mind to do that work. Because if not, you're just, I mean, you're just leaving it up to something else to do it. Right. Chance, happenstance, wishing upon a star. So as parents, I feel like that's one of those things you gotta got to realize how important that time to be spent with them is. And as husband to a wonderful woman, these times are crucial. Yeah. In just the same way we are, God's relational, you know, Mm. he can be known. And that's one of those unbelievable things about us that separates us from so many different religions is a God that can be known and invites us to that. And that Mm. takes digging in to the relationship, spending time with it. If not, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you're not going. You're going to hell or anything, obviously. But it's just it's not going to be as fruitful. You're not going to see those right. those 
things come into fruition in your life that you'll see otherwise by spending time mm-hmm. with that. And yeah. so, listen to the heart description of the first group as they describe building the wall, because we're talking a lot about this heart issue. Nehemiah uses an odd word for a construction team for their portion of the wall. Josh, will you read that out of Nehemiah 3? Okay, here comes a, a name. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Then Eliashab, the high priest, arose with his brothers and priests and built the sheep gate. Mm-hmm. They consecrated it and hung its doors. They consecrated the wall to the tower of the hundred and the tower of Hanel. Hananel. Yeah. Sorry. And if you ever want to look at these things, there's these are all precursors. And what's what's his first name? The guy from the Bible Project. I know his last name's Mackie. Tim. Tim. He he has a lot of the, he has this phrase called hyperlinks, and they're basically everything in Scripture is so intentional to put these things as this to this place and to that place and to this and that. Nothing's in there just by. But when it comes to these lists of things like that, and these gates are kind of cool if you look at what they actually meant in the New Testament and how you can see how they relate. But if you just want to nerd out for a little bit, just look that up. But anyway, this word consecrate, this is something that I know you specifically are going through in the construction of your house. Because when's the last time Hmm. your contractor, your builder comes up to you and he's like, I'm about to consecrate this house by putting this roof on. I'm going to put this thing on so good. <laughs> no, it doesn't yeah. happen, folks. It doesn't happen. <laughs> because, yeah, because this thing, this word consecrate, it becomes a theme for the whole story, as we'll mm-hmm. see, because they build it and they consecrate it. Okay, put it, consecrate it. It becomes a description that applies to each and all subsequent acts. It's a theme of consecration, which mm-hmm. means to set something apart. Right. It's literally like taking out a section and saying, this is where, or like a tape measure, this is where the window's going. This is the door frame, which I know you have some good experience with. Yes. Yeah. My yeah. tape measure is now broken. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I've ben, used it Mr. So ben much. has several, I'm sure you can have. Yeah. <laughs> Josh has been measuring everything. Yes. Well, you have to. <laughs> From the slab to the window j- frames and all that stuff. Yeah. When it doesn't look right, I mean, I know. You got to, you know, test your eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. But it's like literally taking a tape measure out and designating a portion of area to give attention to. Well, Like when you come into, you notice, I know you told me there's been some spots where it's been just a little bit off, sometimes a lot of it off. And you've come in there and measured and you've said, it's like this area, this down here, good. This, not so good. good. (laughs) And it's like literally taking that tape measure, I'm going to give attention to this. This is what I need to work on. But it's also a little bit more than that. There are other words that could have been used as we'll see. It's, a word in Hebrew that's conse- used for consecrate is a word with holy and priestly mm-hmm. connotation. Mm-hmm. Their work on the wall was a sacred work to God. And, and that's how they viewed it. It wasn't just building a wall. Right. It w- just, f- just for it. It was a sacred work to God or else it was just building a wall. Yeah. That, like the guys were making fun of them, the fox would come and sit on it and it'll just tear it down. They were consecrating this work to the Lord. It was not just a construction job a community service effort, not just being a good Jew, doing mm-hmm. what they're supposed to be doing. Well, Nehemiah told us to do it, so we got to right. do it because, you know, he's got clout. That gets you so far, right? Yeah, it gets you so far. It'll get the stuff up. Right. Yeah. But they saw it was a heart issue between them and God. That's right. And I think that's what we've been hinting on a little bit here. 
So I want us to kind of, we're going to land this. I know it's quick, but this is just important. Mm. Think about that in your marriage. A place to call a holy work before God. Because working on that is a holy work before God. It's a consecrated, intentional effort Mm. before Him. It's, it's not, you can, you can have the materials as a man, as a woman, you got the material, you got a house, kids, you got all the stuff there, just like yeah. they had all the stuff to build the wall, but it didn't mean it was any different. Right. It didn't mean it was any better. It was just, for them, it, would, it could have been just a wall that could have easily been destroyed, He's, you know, just like the other ones. Exactly. But they consecrated it before the Lord with their hearts before him. We never look at our family or finances as consecrated work, and that's kind of one of those things, mm-hmm. is they can just be what they are. Mm-hmm. Just the material, it's what we do. There's no treats involved. But what if I told you that serving God will not increase your finances or get you a better job or car or any of that other stuff? Bigger house, more money. What if it is just had a mind to do the work of Ooh. it? You know, hmm. that's one of the, that's like a hum- privilege. Yeah. It's a privilege. And it's, for me, it's like, I, I kept thinking, I keep thinking about that sermon. Um, it was probably a couple months ago. God's done the, God's finished the work. He's done it for us. He's just kind of like giving us all the tools. It's mm-hmm. waving us around the bases, yeah. but we got to run them, yeah. you know, and the privilege we have, both of us as men, um, to have these relationships our spouses and our kids the privilege we have and to see that not just as the world sees it as a marriage Mm -hmm. something that you can get some tax benefits off file jointly you know whatever sure but as a consecrated work before the lord i think that takes on a whole new meaning for it Mm. you know what i mean oh yeah i see that i see that with how you guys live so i see what definitely paul and susan as an intentional work before the lord that's consecrated before him and that that takes on a whole different form of of just being a man and woman with two kids mm-hmm. and a pet you know for sure it's also meant that it was going to be done god's way so do you have a mind to work no matter what and i think as i read that line that's one of those like i was talking a little bit earlier i can get into the um man if this was this way then this would be that way for me. Or if it would be better if this would, you know, if this, if my kids just would learn yeah. that eight o'clock is not, is, that's bedtime, not witching hour. All right. <laughs> it, that's it. All right. <laughs> if people didn't need Kelly to stay at work later, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if then I could be doing this. Or right. whatever. There's so many things we can fill in if then state if then they and we just kind of can put them in there and wait for it mm. without doing the work ourselves, rather than looking at it as an opportunity oh. to serve, opportunity to like I I've been blessed with just such an opportunity to spend with my kids more so than a lot of dads get. Yeah. And rather than looking at that as a well, dang, I could be doing. This person doesn't get, they get to do all this over here and their wives are at home early. They got dinner ready and, or things like that. What a, and I'm not 
you know, that's a hypothetical situation. Kelly makes wonderful dinner and is home very early a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but there is just times when it's, you can get into that mindset for just silly things. And mm. I'll find myself doing that too. If, if I, if this was just, if I had more of this, then I wouldn't be doing that. Right. Or if, or if I had that car mm. or like I said, my, my kids, if they just would get in the bed at eight o'clock, then I could do this and do it. And you can start to fill in those things that can basically point the stuff away from you doing the work necessarily and focus on other people like that. If, if I, if God really loved me and did, then I wouldn't have then spending time with him and you can see, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So do you have a mind to work no matter what? Or has your faith been more magic than reality? Has it been more wishing upon a star? Left up to chance and happenstance. Are you waiting on that to fix things in your life to make you, to make your relationships with your kids, maybe relationships with your employees, employers, friends, um, in your marriage? Are you waiting for that to kind of happen? Or have you consecrated the work to God? Do you see your marriage as a holy work, your addictions, overcoming them as a holy work, you know, setting that weight aside that so easily encumbers us. Mm-hmm. You know, do you see that as a holy work? Do you see disciplining yourself towards godliness as a holy work? Wow. Do you see your broken relationships as a holy work? Do you see your financial situation as a holy work? You know, being generous with what we have um, as a holy work? Because as we see with them, they not only built it, they consecrated it as they went. So it wasn't just a sheep gate getting built. It wasn't just a dung gate or dung wall, however they phrased it, getting built. Or X amount of these things. It was, this was built next to this person. Mm-hmm. And it was a consecrated, holy work for God. And I see, I, I mean, you can probably speak to this too in the corporate world. As you see the day in and day out of your employer employee relationships is that something that is just kind of like on your mind or is it can it just be <laughs> i don't know it's, yeah i mean 100 percent. i think um you know the relational aspect of leadership is um is all about the heart and it's all about dedicating yourself and uh-huh. and and for me in terms of um the consecration aspect of it, you know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, starting off my day, you know, asking for God to lead me mm-hmm. in every decision. Um, yeah. There's so many times where it's like, I have no idea what we're going to do. I have no idea. I, I, yeah. I don't even know what the subject matter is that I'm working on. Something has gone completely wrong and I've never even looked at it before. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. God, <laughs> you know, help, help me to be an example. Yeah. If nothing else, right. even if I fail, right. you know, um, but in terms of, um, of the relational aspect of the job and of leading my team, you know, they, they don't respond. I don't think they'll respond, um, if I am not relational with them, if I don't have that background. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and in terms of, you know, getting the job done and setting their mind to work, it all starts with that relational aspect. For sure. Um, you know, we have we have tasks that we have to get done. Um, but there's 
there's a difference between trying to get something done, you know, to get it done, to check the list off, but getting something and, and getting something done with your heart into it mm-hmm. and, and trying to tackle it from all angles and ask for help and, you know, collaborate and mm-hmm. all those things. Yeah. So, um, you know, whenever you lay the groundwork in a leadership uh, role like that, it has to be from a relational aspect. Yeah. Um, because that's, that's where people start setting their minds to work. Once right. that's established. Yeah, because they'll, they'll do it for you, with you because yeah. you're a part of it. That's one of those things like in the, the trendy languages in church world mm. is to be excellent in what we do. Mm-hmm. All the way, and we, you know, there's good cause. There's good reason we do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we tend to focus on a lot of, like, especially in my vein of work, did you nail every lighting transition? Mm-hmm. How, how seamlessly did, was your set list flow? Did anybody make any technical mistakes playing? Was this executed this way? Was there any camera issues? Were there anything that kind of went off the rails a little bit? And we look at it as, well, if we check all those boxes, then we did an excellent work. And one of the things that really has been, as a person that's super task, man, like task oriented, so much so that it's just like, it's to a fault of mine, I'll do and everything by mm. myself quicker than putting people involved in it yeah. and doing this like Nehemiah couldn't build this wall by himself he knew that right. <laughs> but it's kind of like I'll dang try and, and I can do a really and good job I would say it. this I don't think that Nehemiah could do it even just with him and God yeah I mean I, sure. I'll be so bold to uh, make that claim and maybe you heard we, it should give, folks. Yeah. we yeah. should give a disclaimer <laughs> Josh's views are not necessarily the views of Cross Town Church a, without, a, without a miracle exactly yeah. without a miracle and so many of us are hoping for a miracle and so if you take if you take the consecration part and you remove it and set it on its own yeah that's not going to always cut it right you're going to have to have both together for sure and, and likewise if you have the mind to work without the consecration aspect of it you're going to get burned out for sure yeah you know so I mean yeah, yeah. and that's why like I want to be excellent with people yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I want to be excellent with. I want to I want to have the relationships with the people that are serving mm-hmm. with alongside of me. They're not the means to an end. Yes. They're not they're not the ones you know, they're just not. Mm-hmm. They they I am called and I think all of us are to be excellent with people. Yeah. That's that's God loved them so much that he sent his son to die for them and is for and from my aspect as a pastor as a leader of people it's i gotta be excellent with them Mm -hmm. i gotta know i gotta pray for them i gotta be involved in their lives no matter what inconvenience it puts to me yeah because you know that's that's what you see with with jesus so just perfectly Mm -hmm. it's how it wasn't he was he never seemed at least in my estimation never seemed to be like inconvenienced by people yeah he was always after them yeah. And and that's kind of, he did miracles excellently. He did these other things, you know, and he was probably gifted speaker and mm-hmm. definitely, um, but he was excellent with people. And that's one of those, con- that just to have a means to an end is just having the material. It's mm-hmm. just having the mind to work. We're going to come here on Sundays. We're going to do this great product here. It's going to be awesome. But then it's what? It's If it's not, 
consecrated as this yeah. holy work to the Lord, then we're just a cover band. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> and I've got no interest in doing that. <laughs> yeah. I've got no interest in being a cover. If I want to do a cover band, we can, you and I can make a lot more money in this city just being a cover band yeah. <laughs> than both of our jobs. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what we want to do. Yeah. You know, it's coming on Sunday morning, one of the things, God, prepare me for every single conversation I go into today because we have literally, like you were saying, a problem you didn't even know existed mm-hmm. or a conversation with somebody you had no idea. You have, you've never, I have some of the things, like the brake fluid guy, I had no idea, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but you'll have conversations, you'll have things with people you had no, like I don't know how to respond to some of the things. Mm-hmm. I'm not going through that. Um, and to God, please prepare me yeah. for not only the conversations, but if something goes wrong, if something happens here, let it never be, never be out of place to where you see it and to where it belongs and, and precedence to what we're doing here. Yeah. You know, if a light goes wrong, who cares? <laughs> you know? Yeah. If a person, that's, they matter more. So if that, if that, if a transition's not nailed, yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. That's not the measuring stick of, yeah. of excellence here. And we're thankful for grace, too, because we don't for necessarily sure. always do it the right way, yeah, right? Keeping that apology in your back pocket. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's times where, you know, you set your mind to work or you have that excellence. You're fully devoted to it, right? But, mm-hmm. but we didn't consecrate it. Right. And we see all kinds of consecration happening in scriptures. God's yeah. consecrating things. People are consecrating things. People are, God's consecrating people and, yeah. you know, all that stuff yeah. is happening. But, you know... I guess I would just encourage people um, don't don't um, be down on yourself if you you know I forgot to consecrate this or I forgot to bring this to the Lord right for sure take the time and do it just yeah. just do it start yeah. now yeah. right um, and and for me you know one thing that I haven't done and I, it just just dawned on me as we were talking is I haven't I haven't brought people to the Lord and, and said, God, you consecrate these people, set them apart for your work, you know, do yeah. that. Right. It's always, it's always, you know, my work, my job, my, maybe me, uh, my family, maybe, but, mm-hmm. um, but never, you know, the people I'm working with and maybe that needs a change in me. Yeah. I think, I think that would, um, that would be a good, uh, thing to incorporate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. My leadership. Yeah. That's one of those. Yeah. That's a good point. I like that. <laughs> oh, it just dawned on me. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's, I mean, I tell you, there's the, the thing of seeing everything in, t- in through the eyes, like even just your interactions with people that are at the store and just things like that as these consecrated moments that you can have mm-hmm. with people, mm-hmm. you know, taking a time in the midst of a busy day just to give somebody a little bit of hope or, you know, sometimes I'll be wearing my Crosstown shirt or there'll be things like that. You know, there's affiliations on my car, things like that. How, and this is just long winded, but just in the, in the midst of so many things as a task oriented person to get stuff done um, and seeing the end result and being like, okay, I'm going to get this, this or that, or that taking the time, like what you're saying, just being intentional with that consecration aspect of that person before mm-hmm. the Lord, bringing mm-hmm. them to him. You know, that's going before the Lord with your family, for your family, on their behalf, doing those things. And I think that's so important because 
man. I think it instills value, right? Yeah, you matter. If you're, if you're praying over these people, then you're, you're telling the Lord that you value them. Yeah, it's like laying know? hands on them. As a, as, exactly. You know, this, this person I value. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's so weird. It almost feels like uncomfortable to right. stop and pray for somebody. <laughs> Dude, that's been, it's so strange. But it's just like, oh, we, we don't do that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, they know I'm praying for them. They know I'm doing it. But the, really in the moment, being like, let me, you know what, let me, let me pray for you. Yeah, and what if what if you had an interaction with somebody, and you know how often we say, uh, "Yeah, I'll, sure, I'll pray for you about this after right. they share something with us." Yeah, I'll be praying but what for if, you. But what if we said, "I was already praying for you today." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, man. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for and you I'm gonna, right now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gonna, it, it that doesn't still value that you care. Yeah. That you that enough to bring them before the Father. And whatever they've got going on, and that you've already prayed for him. Mm-hmm. That's like what Jesus says to Peter. The devil's asked to sift you, mm-hmm. but don't worry, I've already prayed for you. Yeah, I mean that's like, and and he still messes up. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. As we do, as we do, and we're mm-hmm. never going to get this perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I love what Chris said a while ago. Is that after your passion over your performance, he knows mm-hmm. he sees your heart, mm-hmm. and that's what it ultimately. This before, I'm sure there was some cracks in the mortar on that brick wall. I'm sure there were some things that weren't perfect, but it was a consecrated work before the Lord, and that's that's established. That's got a ground to to stand firm on, whether it, whatever happens to it, you yeah. know. So that's a lot of good stuff tonight. I think we we stressed it pretty good. Usually, I was telling Josh, usually we have a lot more notes than this t- to go over. But tonight, we were like, yeah, let's do this, man. So, <laughs> stretched it pretty good. Yeah. But Thank you. Um, yeah. We got, uh, why don't you close us in prayer, and then we'll sure. be finished for the evening. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Father God, thank you for teaching me. Um, God, I ask that I would take these things that um, I learned tonight. Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking mm-hmm. to me. Just that even while I'm talking, Lord, thank you. Um, and uh, w- once again, I, I just ask that maybe, maybe somebody else out there was able to glean something from this night. Lord, um, maybe you spoke to their hearts. God, I pray that we wouldn't forget it, Lord, but that we would incorporate it into our leadership as we all have influence. And so I ask God that you would continue to raise us up as godly leaders, as, as people that are influencing the people around us, and, um, and that we would always look to you um, as, as our leader um, to, to speak to others on your behalf. We love you and we thank you for using us in this way. It's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We got trunk or treat coming up. Remember yes. that. It's a big one. We still need some trunks. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing celebration of family, of kids, seeing all the community come together as they get doused with thousands of pieces of candy. And it's going to be great. So please sign up for that. All the stuff's available through the app. And uh, yeah. we just got our uh, candy holder thing because, yeah. you know, how we right. pass out candy. Mm-hmm. Um but I should have looked at the dimensions because it was ginormous. Nah. <laughs> it's like this big. You got that minivan, so you yeah. Can, yeah. What yeah. are you guys being? I mean, we could fit a whole kid in it. Oh yeah, you might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, are you, who are you dressing up as? 
Maybe is it under text. wraps? Yeah, I, oh, I don't okay. know. Well, Probably Josh not. And Chappell, Probably not. Their costumes are always like, how did you make that? <laughs> okay, it, <laughs> it might have. We might uh, be rocking the Cruella and Hundred One Dimensions. Oh, very nice. I haven't seen that movie yet. The new one. I I didn't make it through it. So. Oh, oh. <laughs> but that's that's no, nothing no, different. No judgment. No, I mean. <laughs> yeah, well that I can't wait to see it. I'm sure you'll My wife loved it. Yeah. Well, that's going to be it's going to be good. She's going to have a Virginia Slim too walking out there. You know, <laughs> maybe not. Was that the old one they didn't have it in the new one? Uh You didn't make it through it. So I didn't you don't make know. it through. It's, it. it's okay. It's no big deal. Working no, on your fantasy no. team. No big deal. No big deal. It's not trendy <laughs> to smoke anymore. So. No, it's not. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, anyway, we're going to be Minecraft, and it's going to be sweet. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We're, we're eyeing for that prize. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you on Sunday. So long. So long. So long.